The construction industry is undergoing a huge transformation. Designers and contractors are facing new challenges every day. We are all overloaded with rising material cost, a growing skilled labor gap, increasing project complexities, and countless digital solutions. This podcast focuses on innovation through process analysis, change management, and building a culture of continuous improvement. Together, we will learn from industry leaders on how to improve workflows, increase communication, and build the future. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. It's Tahira Ali coming to you live from the Nika Innovation Overload podcast studio right here on the trade show floor at our 2021 Nika convention in Nashville. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to our special guest, Eric Tucker, who is the senior business development manager at our good friends Procore. Eric, we're so glad you could join us today. How has the convention been so far? Thanks, Tara. Amazing. I, I was just telling you before we started, uh, I think this is the best trade technology conference. And I know that like Nikola, it's not necessarily just a technology conference, but I think just rooted in innovation zone and everything that you've put together, it's, it's just awesome. Well, thank you. And technology is certainly, you know, when applied to, to solve problems, to uh, approach solutions, that's such a big part of what we're here to do is not just have the technology, but have the hands-on engagement. That's so important. So speaking of engagement, Eric, I definitely want to kind of start us out with you sharing your background. We've been we've been good friends for years, but I would love our listeners at home and at the on the trade show to hear a little bit of how you got into construction. Yeah, for sure. So I've been at Procore four years and that was my first venture into construction. Prior to Procore, I was at a company called MindBody, which is in the wellness space. So when I was there, uh, I was there seven years, helped build out their tech partner and developer ecosystem system, which basically means, you know, you have one software company that works with lots of other ones and uh, can bring new solutions to customers. And uh, a couple folks from my old company came over to Procore and invited me to come down and check it out. And I was just immediately excited about the construction industry because there's just so much opportunity. That's so awesome. So you, uh, you, you took one look and you fell in love, huh? I did. And it just, the relationship, it just keeps developing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And I know one big part of innovation is not just having those great ideas but taking them to fruition, right? It's about that practical application. And you mentioned that idea of integration. And I'd love for you to just share a little bit because Procore does this so well. It's so much a part of your core. Could you share with us a little bit about this idea of of integration and ecosystem and and the value of partnership? Yeah, definitely. The theme of of this is really like thinking about innovation, right? And how uh, how can both contractors innovate? How can the industry move forward? And how can Procore as a business, how can we stay innovative? We do not profess to be able to do that alone and and definitely uh, not in a vacuum. So it really takes both brilliant people internally, but they can only go so far, right? Uh, we can hire great people from the technology industry. We can hire great people from construction and the trades that are super knowledgeable and creative, but it's limiting if it stays at Procore. So um, we, we partner deeply with both industry and technology companies to really drive innovation. We, we believe really strongly that contractors have choice of what software they want to use, and what technology they want to implement for which parts of their business. And it's not a one-size-fits-all model. There's several dozen technology players on the trade show floor today, and some are going to be good for some NECA contractors, some are going to be good for others. And our job is to really help you know, unify them and bring everybody together on one platform so that things 
can talk. And for us, it means that we have relationships with technology vendors and we can support them in, in ways that, you know, that others can't maybe. And maybe we can give them a head start, whether it's introducing them to our customers or providing them with opportunity to integrate with a product that now they don't have to build. For example, financials, for example, like ERPs can be challenging. Accounting integrations can be really challenging. So um, you take like a, you know, Agora Systems or a Structure, for example, and they can integrate with us and it, it gets them, you know, into 20 different accounting systems. So that's a, a long way of saying that it's it's core to what we do. And, and we believe really strongly about, uh, you know, the future of construction innovation, uh, I think, lies in the collective. That's so true. And what I love is not only, like you said, the, the value of integration and how it opens doors uh, to, you know, stronger applications, stronger sticking power. But the thing that appeals to me the most there, as you mentioned, you're constantly seeking out these companies that are answering the needs of your contractors or answering the needs of what the contractors need. And that is the focus. And that's so exciting. For those of you, again, remember that we are live from the trade show floor. <laughs> so that's kind of the exciting part, right? Things are happening in real time around us. So you mentioned, Eric, you mentioned this idea of innovation, right? And, and, and the core fundamental that it's all about this moving forward piece. So what about you on a personal level? How do you define innovation and how do you kind of put that into practice in, in your own professional career? Yeah, so I was thinking about this for the podcast and the answer is really simple. The execution is really hard. I think innovation to me is the pinnacle of really good problem solving. Um, if you think about any technology company uh, that's here today, you know, if they've been here five years or something, they were an innovation at one point, right? And they continue, you know, the good ones continue to innovate, right? And the startups here are innovations in their own right because they're creating an interesting solution that hasn't been done before to a problem that has been, you know, that transcends it, right? It's an existing problem. To me, innovation is a, is a fancy word for important problem solving. And I think innovation is time bound, right? The second there's something else like it or or it's it's not serving the needs of uh of of the people that that are experiencing that problem it's it's no longer an innovation so we have so innovation is continuous and we have to keep pushing it and it's it's hard I love that, especially the idea innovation is time bound, right? If you if you do something long enough, you can't just stamp innovation mm -hmm. right on your on, on your company and then you're done. Right. right. So that I think that's great. And so speaking of that, continuing to push, continuing to to move forward. How do you how do you learn? How do you keep ahead of new ideas? Yeah, definitely. So I think the basics are, you know, books, podcasts, everything else. I don't profess to be a construction expert. I really try to bring as much as I can from the software as a service and cloud technology side, and then really spend a lot of time with our people internally and with our customers and with folks like Nika and Electri to really understand like, where are we? Where do things need to advance and where could they advance? And what are, what are our blind spots? Awesome. And that's the, especially the idea, right? That you're getting it direct from the source. It's not, this is the solution that Eric Tucker wants, <laughs> right? Absolutely not. <laughs> and that's so important. That's so important. So what about, you know, on a grander scale, Procore is such a you guys have been in the news lately for so many great accomplishments going public and everything that you guys are doing to continue to elevate this industry and and so much of it again as you mentioned there's a good chunk of this of this trade show floor that involves 
Procore Partners. So how do you, at a company level, at a solutions level, how do you approach innovation at Procore? Yeah, it comes down to people and partnerships. I think innovation at like Procore, you could think of it like, oh, there's machine learning and AI and code and, and all this like technical jargon. But as I said before, like our people can't do that alone. It really comes down to partnership. And that means we work really close with customers. We sit engineers, our software engineers, not product managers. We sit software engineers next to customers. And um, it's been challenging over the last year and a half, but it's still very core to what we do. And part of our practice is getting everyone in the company really close to contractors and the users of Procore. Partnering there, partnering with industry. We have learned so much from Electri. It's a great proxy for what's happening with NECA contractors and some of the larger sort of macro challenges like profitability and, and our labor shortage. And one that I'm excited about is material supply chain and how can we go tackle that together? And then the last is what we've been talking about, right? Tech partners. We we There's several of us here that are just dedicated to our tech partner ecosystem. And you, know, you can see from our track record of both integrations and 350 on our marketplace today, but also our, our track record of acquisition, right? We learn and, and acquire and, and, and build a lot of around what we see in the market and what contractors are using and asking for. That's crazy. 350 partners in your marketplace. That's definitely something to be proud of, especially because that means it's not just Procore's identifying these, these high value ads, but these high value ads want to be a part of the ecosystem you're building. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a challenge, right? Tech partners have optionality. There's, there's a lot of different um, ways that they could spend their dollars to integrate. And, you know, we work really closely with them and we, we bring our shared customers together to really help inform us of what's valuable and what's priority. And it's, it's always a really fun, interesting journey to go on, but it's always rooted in, in the needs of the contractor. That's awesome. And I'm going to, I'm going to throw a curveball at you because a lot of our listeners are contractors themselves, right? They are your partners. So this idea of gathering user research and, and, and doing this assessment, what you're doing at Procore, how does that translate to our contractors in terms of how they can start to gather information and how they can start to use it with their own customers, some of these strategies and techniques to build better businesses themselves? Great question. You know, it's, it's interesting because we do a lot around uh, contractor education with company culture. Um, we have a, a program called Culture Academy that's all around kind of business driving culture and culture driving business. And how can you write mission, vision and values? Because it's really rooted in what we do at Procore and our mission and vision, our, our mission of connecting everybody in construction on one global platform, our vision of improving the lives of everybody in construction. Right. Like those two things drive everything we do. And so we go help contractors find their mission and vision as well. I think there's work to be done, though, on like how we can actually help contractors become in, more innovative in their own right. What's happening here with the Innovation Zone is a, a really great stride in that direction. Uh, and the pillars of innovation, we're happy to be a part of it. From Procore's knowledge and best practices, I think getting really close to your customer, partnering with and, and your vendors too, like partnering with GCs, partnering with uh, with your suppliers and thinking about some of these challenges that maybe you've just done it the same way forever and you just accept, you sort of accept the the status quo and, and, and maybe we throw resources at it and it becomes a process, right? Contractors are so good at building process and then running it effectively and improving it over time, but maybe completely throwing out the window and changing it, but in partnership with that partner, right? Your, your, your upstream and downstream folks in construction. And so 
I think if we see more of that, it will help inform the technology players in ways we haven't thought about. That's so true. And I think, you know, I threw you a curveball and you just hit like nine home runs there. <laughs> you gave me like a hundred different things that I want to ask questions about, which which is how, you know, you're on the right podcast. Right. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. But I'm going to I'm going to first be a little bit uh, a little bit selfish here. You mentioned the innovation zone. And for those of you, again, who are listening in versus viewing us, the innovation zone is actually right behind us. You, you can actually see it on the trade show floor. Eric, can you explain a little bit about what is the innovation zone and what Procore has been able to do with our uh, our convention guests this year at the NECA convention? Sure. So the innovation zone is this really neat space behind us that Tahira and her team have put together. And there are six pillars, and I'm not going to profess to memorize all of them um, because this was a curveball question, but basically they go over the six pillars of innovation that, uh, that NECA has developed to help contractors start to assess how they're doing from an innovation standpoint. We get tied to thinking about innovation as just technology, right? Is it what sort of software are you using? What sort of tech are you using? How many HoloLenses did you buy last year? Um, <laughs> and it's sort of beside the point. It's it maybe it's a part of it, right? But it's it's only one it's only one component of it. So these six pillars of innovation, which I think are on the Nico website, really go into it in depth. Do you want to say what they are? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can jump in here. So the the pillars of innovation are people. They're you know, again, people is all about your business and upskilling. It's your culture. So the vision and the atmosphere that you're creating, this is where things like DE and I come in. Um, it's also your, your technology. What are you doing R and D on? What are you looking at as you prepare for the future? It's your strategy. It's your ability to kind of affect results. It's also your awareness. Are you aware of what's going on internally in your company or are you aware of what's going on around you? And then it's also your productivity. How do you measure success? efficiency, efficacy. I think what's really cool, and, and I won't profess to worry so much about, Eric, you memorizing all the pillars, but your pillar in specific, I'd love for you to share a little bit about, you were really excited about Procore having this pillar, and I'd love for you to share with our audience what is so exciting and special about Procore and the way that you guys approach awareness for our contractors. Certainly. As you said, awareness is thinking about how aware are you and your people of what's happening in your business? And then how aware are you and your people of what's happening in the industry at large, right? And you can't be great at the second. It's a waste of time to be good at the second if you don't know what's happening internally. So starting internally, um, we're talking a lot about just core KPIs, uh, what sort of metrics uh, uh, should be looked at, different approaches to cost management. Um, one of the things that Procore does, I think we have a, a unique op a unique perspective on is we're sort of a centralized data platform that used to live in the accounting system to some degree, but now you're tr able to track productivity, you're able to track materials, you're able to track labor, you're able to track costs, you're able to track your change management and be able to run cross analytics on those in ways that haven't been done before. So we're introducing sort of dashboarding opportunities and 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 looking at that from an awareness perspective internally and and being able to offer that at all levels of the business from president down. That's so critical, especially, you know, that piece about be, having that awareness on all levels from presidents down, right? Is it's not just the mission or the vision or the solving factor of what's unique about your company. It shouldn't be something that the only the board of directors knows and believes in, right? 
Yep, absolutely. I think being aware and and I think as we talk about this, there's so much opportunity. We get really caught up in business metrics and construction metrics. And where are we? Are we, you know, are we ahead or behind? Right. Are we profitable or not on on our jobs? But if we can start to think about that awareness against the innovation pillars, right, how well are we doing from a D&I perspective? You know, things like that, uh, I think, are really exciting. And folks should really start paying attention and tracking those. Absolutely. And I think you're, you know, I'm throwing you curveballs and you're throwing me softballs here. <laughs> so we actually have in the innovation zone, we have iPad set up and you can actually take a survey. It takes about three minutes and it'll give you information on and a general and a customized report on how your company is doing in terms of those pillars of innovation. What are you strong at? Where do you have opportunities to grow? So it's really, really cool to, to think about these things. And I also, Eric, when we first t- started talking about these pillars and having Procore come out here, there was one very specific thing that I immediately, you know, thought of you guys and brought it up because I think it fits so well into this idea of awareness. And that's the efforts you guys put in to being prepared for just opening our contractors eyes to how they can know what's going on around COVID and that whole situation, all those uncertainties. Could you share with our audience a little bit about how Procore really mobilized and really changed the game when we were faced with this pandemic and how they were able to help educate our contractors through the town halls that you guys were doing throughout, you know, all of last year and beyond. Certainly. So we have, uh, again, being a cloud platform and, and working with hundreds of thousands of projects every year, we're able to compile some really interesting data around workforce. And so we had, I think, 16 million worker hours uh, to be able to analyze. And when the pandemic went into effect, stay at home orders uh, uh, happened. We were able every week, I think, starting in early March, we started producing data and offering out to the industry that started to track workforce trends on a weekly basis. And so we were able to to share and discuss with the industry what was happening against total workforce hours versus uh, key events. And then we were able to go and look at that on a state by state basis and be able to have a discussion around that around which ones had stay at, stay at home orders, which ones were opening back up critical businesses like construction. And I think we've heard that it was it was really helpful and enlightening because it helped us kind of predict on a week to week basis what might happen in my particular state. That's so true. And I, you know, I can tell you myself going through this pandemic, just like everyone else, having that information was so valuable, not just because Procore, like you said, you had the ability to track that, but the fact that you took the time to use that to create education and help all of us feel a little bit less lost, you know, figure out a little bit more of what, you know, what even was going on with the world, right? Yeah, I, I think it's research that we would have been doing for ourselves anyways. And and we just said, of course, this should be this should be published. And we were able to learn so much from it. And the industry, I think, benefited in a big way. So we were happy to do it. And, and it was a two way street for sure. Awesome. That's that's so great. And it's so valuable. And kind of going along that theme, one of the really, really unique things about Procore as a company is you guys are, uh, you know, a, 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 a complete end-to-end solution around project management, around knowing what's going on with your data. But you also do a lot around education, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned that yourself, right? Parts of your your contractor education. Help our listeners understand the magnitude of the investment that Procore (laughs) does in educating and upskilling our community. This isn't a sales pitch because this is Procore.org. 
Um, and you can go to our website, Procore.org, to find out more about this. We do a lot on education, starting with uh, we support uh, construction management programs in, I think, a couple hundred universities. Uh, I'm not going to get the numbers right on this, but it's <laughs> it's definitely in the hundreds of universities. Are We give Procore away for free, and um, we support them with training and, and, and support their CM programs. We also work really close with the training alliances, Electri, ETA being one of those, as an opportunity to come learn technology and learn how mobile and cloud technology can be used for managing construction projects. We also do that and we bring some of our tech partners into that process as well. So it's not just not just Procore. We also support nonprofits like uh, Habitat for Humanity, one that name escapes me right now. This is the magic of live filming, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, here's my notes. <laughs> Thanks to Hira. Um, I'm totally butchering this too. Daryl's going to kill me, um, who runs our, who, who built our .org program. But nonprofits, disaster relief, um, we're doing things in other countries and supporting them with software and technology the same way we would any other contractor to be able to have the benefit of Procore um, in a nonprofit context. So both from a nonprofit and that side, we also do a, a lot around culture education, women in construction, and a lot of sort of diversity initiatives across the industry with the intent of helping to solve uh, the labor challenges. Oh, that's that's amazing. And I think, again, the big takeaway there, especially for so Daryl doesn't get too too worked up on this, although I'm, you know, for those of you listening, Daryl's not a monster. He's a great guy. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he actually walked by earlier, made some faces. But so the thing about it, though, is that there's so many programs around outreach reach around upskilling that you can't even name them off the top of your head, right? That's what's cool about it. And it's all available on Procore.org. That's an actual, it's here for the betterment of the industry, right? Just like the Culture Academy, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. And Sasha Reed is, uh, is running that program today. She's awesome, came from industry and uh, uh, continues to develop that with her team. That's so incredible. That's that's just su- such a value add. And again, when we think about our partners, we're not looking for people who are here to drop drop a solution. Like you said, like they're just here to drop the next greatest widget or the next greatest pe- piece of software. We're looking for people who want to build and grow with us. Right. That must have been something that came up when you were thinking about even coming to Procore. Absolutely. I think going back to your our discussion earlier about sort of like mission and vision driven companies, it really enables all the things that we just talked about, you know, connecting things back to our mission and vision of bringing everybody together on a platform. And if we do that, we think we can really improve the lives of everybody in construction. Like this is a really hard industry. We have massive respect for contractors and, and our trade workers and, and electricians. And, and if, if we can do things that get them home to their families or home to a cold beer on a Friday, whether they have, <laughs> if they don't have a family or, or, uh, or whatever, uh, uh they like to do uh, when they get off of work, uh, faster and, and improve their lives, the better. That's incredible. That's, that's why we're all here, right? That's why we're part of this community, which is, it's just so great to see. And it, like I said, I've we've known each other for so many years. It's just such a joy to see and to be able to share with our listeners your enthusiasm. Like for those of you who are who are kind of listening, you know, and, and not here in person with us at the convention. Eric just he exudes this energy <laughs> about about Procore, about technology, about innovation, which is what's what's so cool. And again, as you said, this is your 
This is your first full Nika convention. What have you seen that was amazing? What are you excited about that's coming next? Like, tell us about your convention experience. Yeah, super exciting to be here. I mean, every time you turn a corner, there's a new sort of experience that Nika has put together just alongside all of the different vendors and technology players. Um, as I was telling you earlier to hear, we, we partner with about half the technology companies here. And um, there's a few new ones that uh, are building integrations with us as we speak. So it's great to see everybody in person. We're hearing uh, here at the Innovation Zone and at our booth, we're hearing contractors come up to us saying how much Procore has helped them through the pandemic, being able to do actually operate remotely with slim down management teams to be able to deal with worker shortages uh, and in all sorts of different ways. So it, it's great to have that connection because trade shows are just coming back online in person. So it's been a year and a half since we've seen everybody at this sort of volume and magnitude. And the I think attitudes around technology have changed a lot in the last year and a half. People, it was a, it was really, there, there wasn't really an option to adopt technology. It, it was a forcing factor to survive. And so the the conversations have just really, um, I think, advanced over the last year and a half, and it's been exciting to, to hear. That's so true. And it's so, you're right. There's this this almost like a, it feels like a reunion, yeah. right? It feels like we all came home. Yep. And, and just being together, is it's so valuable, right? You just, look around. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Josh from, uh, doc, I think it was Josh from Document Crunch said, it smells like trade show carpet. I love that smell. <laughs> Right. It's just, you know, every day you're going to be exhausted, but you're just so inspired. Right. And and I think what I love is, like you said, like like everyone's at the trade show, they're at the education events, they're going out with with their chapters or they're coming out with their partners or their solutions providers. And you almost don't want to go home at the end of the night. And yet you know, we're having sessions at seven, eight in the morning and they're fully, fully attended. It's everyone is just so happy to be together. Right. And that, that collective people value is so important. So, you know, we've talked about a lot of things of, you know, I've thrown you some curveballs, You've thrown me some softballs. We've <laughs> talked about technology and the mission and the vision and Procore.org and just all of the things like we've barely even scratched the surface for those of you looking at culture programs, looking at diversity programs, looking at adopt, adopting and upskilling your people, innovation, awareness, so much of this is available and so much of this, again, we're so thankful to have you guys as a partner for this. I'm going to let you take this one home, Eric. So, you know, we talked about so many things. How do you dial it down? What's that one takeaway, whether it's a summary of what we talked about or it's even just from your own experiences, a piece of advice that's been beneficial for you? What's a what's a takeaway that you would like to share with with our listeners, with our audience? Yeah, I, I think the, the, the biggest takeaway and what we want you to know is that the specialty trades are an absolute priority for Procore. A lot of folks still think that Procore is like a, a tool for general contractors. That was true for about 10 years, but I think we've done, we've made some huge strides in that market and we've been here for several years and we're here to stay and we have thousands of contractors now um, like you that are using Procore and this can be daunting. Technology adoption, digital transformation can be super daunting. How can you find the budget for it? How can we do process improvement? And no matter what size you are, we're happy to help you through that. Whether it's you adopting Procore or not, we are well set up to uh, support contractors through that process and we love working with electrical contractors and we invite you to, to, to chat with us. That's amazing. Thank Thank you so much, Eric. It's so great to have you on. So great to have you at our convention, at our family reunion. Again, for those of you who are interested in elevating your business and taking your great ideas into practical application and getting to that next level, remember that 
Not only do we have the Innovation Zone here, but we actually have our Innovation Institute, which is now accepting applications for our next cohort, which is going to be starting in January. So those of you getting to that executive level, getting to that, you know, that leadership level and really trying to get through that, that practical application and how you stick that landing, definitely reach out to us at innovation at Nikonet.org. We look forward to hearing from all of you on your views of innovation and how we all collectively as a community, as a marketplace, prepare for the challenges ahead. 